need to, you need to catch up, dude. Such I will at some point. That is for sure. Fantastic show yeah. from everything that I've heard. It is a fantastic oh. show from everything that you've heard. It is a good show, too. Out of context conversations. Greatest time to jump in. Wisconsin yeah. football. Will they, uh, will they be jumping worse. around? Yeah, will they be Badger, jumping Badger, around Badger, come Badger, December? Badger, Badger. Or will they... Uh, will they... Uh... <laughs> Thompson Robinson pulls it this time. Could hear you could hear BJ in the uh, in the intro, so that was that's cool. <laughs> Somehow they mute you. Badger, now you're badger, not badger. now you're muted. What do you mean so quiet? For? <laughs> no, no comment. Am I even here? Hello. We can hear you. Yeah, you're here now. We can. No. We can't hear you. Say something. What's happening? Russian hacker. BJ, you may have to leave and like jump back in. I don't know what happened. We'll see you in a second. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is that it? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> so now that that's done, okay, I don't know what I don't know what happened there. That was a bit too <laughs> bizarre. Right. That makes three of us. Yeah, today's topic of conversation, as we said, Wisconsin football. Uh, coming off of a nine and four season last year, which when you think about the way they started at one and three, you probably would have thought that they would have had a lot worse off than what they did. I mean, turnovers were the biggest problem all season last year. I mean, we can go back and look at specifically Graham Mertz stats and he's returning a quarterback, 10 touchdowns, 11 picks. I mean, that's your, yeah. your stats for 13 games. Let's not forget Chase Wolf came in. He had one touchdown, two picks. Uh, I know one of which came at the hands of Daxon Hill. I can't remember who he threw the other one to. Um, just overall a rough season. I mean, I expect – I don't expect much different in terms of the quarterback play. I think he – I think Graham Mertz did about what he was expected to do minus, you know, not really taking care of the ball well. If he can have another 2,000-yard season through the air with, and cut down the turnovers, I mean, Wisconsin mm -hmm. is a legit Big Ten championship contender because they have two fantastic running backs, Braylon Allen, Ches Malusi. Yeah. I mean, those guys are obviously the who they're going to be working their offense through. They have uh, 
I believe it's uh, Chimeri DK coming up from or coming back. He had 291 yards receiving last year, but with the departure of Kendrick Pryor, I mean, he's going to be the the lead man probably at receiver. They lose Jake Ferguson. I mean, the, the majority of their losses, honestly, are at receiver and, and at tight end. I, I did some research. They, um, as a matter of fact, have 77% of their total offense from last year returning. So, That's and the only, bad. the majority of what's loot they're losing. And with, if I didn't take on Kendrick Pryor and, and, um, Jake Ferguson and, and account for their numbers, and I just went with Graham Mertz's total passing numbers. They'd be returning hundred percent of their offense almost. And the only one yeah. they don't return was Jalen Berger who transferred out after having some issues off the field. The offense yeah, is not no. something I can, I'm overly concerned about. I think they're going to be able to hopefully figure out the turnover issues on offense. The defense is, the, is not a place where I'm concerned though. However, but they do lose a lot. I mean, Leo Chanel gone. I believe Jack Sanborn is gone. Um, you know, they're they're gonna have some have some trouble in, in my mind on the uh, on the defensive side of the ball at least early in the season. And thankfully, the early part of their season is is relatively easy. Honestly, they kind of got fortunate as a whole when it comes to scheduling. Um, like not just because it is, they don't really have a lot of tough games in the first stretch. Like they, like I, I'm looking at their schedule. Colin sent it in the chat. And so I've got it pulled up here on my second screen. Yeah. And, um, honestly, overall as a whole, like they could have gotten a lot worse draws when it comes that's a very tough conference, and they got pretty fortunate in the way that their schedule falls. Yeah, absolutely. BJ, what do you got? You want to throw his? I will. I will up, when we uh, get to that. I need to like shut this up completely. That'd be nice. BJ, go ahead and and do your. Uh, Cam. What's up? I am pulling up his <coughs> schedule really quickly. So, oh, shit. I didn't. Just that one. BJ, are you there? Say something. Yeah, he's not. I think here. he froze. <laughs> yeah, BJ, you're gonna have to back out of here, man. Well, I'm gonna drop him out for now. Um, so, with that said, uh, hopefully he gets that fixed and comes back because I don't really know what happened there. I'm I'm pulling up Collins' predictions here. We'll, we'll go over those, but I, I do. Mm-hmm want to hang on i'm trying to try to multitask we didn't have this until literally just okay. now because colin doesn't uh i have i have his schedule 
pulled up. I have right it. Here. I, I have it. I'm going to okay. share it on screen here. Okay. I uh, give me a second. Right. Either way, between the two of us, we got it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that by any means. <clears throat> All right. So, BJ will hopefully be back here in a minute. Sorry, this is. Not going the way we thought it would, but um, I mean, I guess we can just go ahead and get into our, our predictions here. So we'll start. These are these are Collins' predictions right here on your screen that you're seeing right now. He's got Wisconsin beating Illinois State, beating Washington State, beating New Mexico State, lost to OSU, win over Illinois. Bias. <clears throat> no, I mean, I, I, I'm just being sarcastic. Um, a loss to Northwestern. That's an interesting thought there. A loss to, at Michigan State, winning against Purdue, losing to Maryland, win over Iowa, and splitting their last two games, losing to Nebraska and winning at Wisconsin, or winning uh, at home against Minnesota. So pretty solid picks. Now we got ours over here. Uh, we all have – collectively agreed on wins here, so that's why they're already marked. They'll be Illinois State at home, and then we're going to wait for BJ to get started here. But, Cam, mm -hmm. I mean, you look at this schedule, and it doesn't look overly difficult, but at the same time, it is. I mean, Ohio State right here, I mean, that's a game mm -hmm. that you got to mark on the schedule every single week. I mean, that's just a huge game. Oh, yeah. This game true. is sneakily, like, becoming – a, a game of the week candidate for this week anyways uh, with Washington State. I mean, that's a, that's a really tough team that's coming in. And I think that yeah. them offensively are going to give this new look Wisconsin defense some, some trouble. Um, Northwestern, I mean, Collins got them losing to Northwestern at home or on the road. I don't know that uh, I don't know that I agree with that, but I, I think that that's still a, a good one. Michigan State on the road. That's a tough place to go. And not only that, it's still a really good team. I mean, they still have Peyton Thorne. They still have a lot of good weapons out wide. And I believe they're bringing in, um, if I'm not mistaken, they do bring in um, Jalen Berger from Wisconsin when he transferred. So, I mean, that's already another. Just a heads up and showing the black. I know. I, I left this screen. My mistake. Um, Maryland, a very tough team to play. I mean, this this Maryland team is criminally underrated by a lot of people going into the season. On the road to Iowa, on the road to Nebraska and Minnesota. I mean, this is honestly, actually, I take another look at this. I think this is actually a really tough schedule. I mean, they have, mm -hmm. and let's also it's not forget Purdue. Purdue could be a really good team. I mean, they haven't historically been a team that can. Uh, Here he is. Hi. All right. Welcome back. Now that he's alive. Um, it's definitely extremely backloaded as well. Yeah, this is yes. a this is an extremely tough schedule looking at it a second time. And uh, I'm mm -hmm. curious to see if they get through it. I mean, I think they have the talent to do so. It's just a matter of whether they will or not. And yeah. I have a feeling even yeah. some of my previous predictions may change based off of this. I need to actually pull that up on my other screen here. 
I have my predictions pulled up here as well. Let's see, I think I have mine up here too. All right, so Wisconsin going into, or well, going into week two, they play Washington State. I think this is going to be a really tough game for them. I think it's going to be a close game, but I do have a win at home against the Cougars. Cam, you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. I'll go ahead. Um, Yeah, I have that down as a win as well. Um, Though it would not shock me if Washington State puts up a hell of a fight. Um, But at the same time, they're not necessarily 100% a proven commodity yet. So that'll definitely be an intriguing matchup, though, and yeah. a good test for Wisconsin. Absolutely. We're going to talk, talk more about the Pac-12 tomorrow. Um, but just a spoiler alert, this Washington State team, they're being slept on. That's probably a good thing because that means that they can go in potentially to Camp Randall in Week 2 and surprise the world, a la Oregon last year going into the horseshoe and surprising Ohio State. I am going to say Wisconsin pulls it out in a close one, but this one I would definitely keep my eye on. I'm, I may change my mind again. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm really buying into this Wazoo team. It'll be this will be the first real big challenge. If 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 Wisconsin gets through this game. They're, they can go in and pull up some big wins. They'll have a really good year. If they don't, some of these other games... They're going to be more might, iffy than we yeah. already have them. So, yeah. All right, so New Mexico State, I think we can all mark wins. Unless somebody's want to feel for all game and give them a loss. I don't think you do. No. All right, so first big one, on the road in Columbus. I don't think they're winning this game. Uh, I don't think anybody's beating Ohio State this year. And... Uh, that uh, might be giving away my prediction later, but yeah, right now Ohio State is arguably one of the best teams in the country, if not the best. And I think they're going to go through uh, go through this game pretty pretty easily. Honestly, I don't think this game is going to be close. Wisconsin never wins at the Horseshoe, and I I don't think they've beaten Ohio State at home in Camp Randall since 2010. So mm-hmm. one one thing one team that has been Wisconsin's kryptonite in the Big Ten has been Ohio State over this past decade. And we saw, we thought that they were going to be, you know, kind of maybe a little bit lesser in, in the, the Rose Bowl. And they had some dudes just step up and have phenomenal games in that win over Utah. Ohio State is is going to be just as good, if not better, than they were last year. That offense and they only, yeah. could be better than what LSU was in 2019. Yeah. That offense I mean, could be dominant they barely lost their two games that they lost last year they were closer than the scores indicated so this this is going to be a very scary buckeye team and i mean i think they might stumble but it's not going to be at home to wisconsin i'm sorry wisconsin yeah. fans yeah i would be surprised if wisconsin hangs in there for the first half yeah um, but ultimately i agree with you guys Okay. Um, going to be an interesting matchup, though. Yeah. 
they get an Illinois team this year who I think is going to be much improved. I think they're going to be a really solid team, but I don't think they're going to win. I don't think Tommy DeVito is going to be quite ready to, to lead a, a team like this into a crowd like what you'll see at Camp Randall. I have a yeah. win. I also, well. Bert's making his homecoming. Yeah, that'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah. That'll be I'll very be interesting to sure. see the reaction that he gets yeah. uh, at Camp Randall this year. Yeah. I, I imagine that'll be a mix mixture of emotions. Yeah, no, I do want to go sides. back to this real quick. We didn't we didn't say what the record was that Colin was predicting. I believe it's one, two, three, four, five. He actually has seven and five. Wow. Yeah. Let's it's a bold that. strategy, Cotton. Let's see if so. It that's off. that is Colin's prediction right here. Seven and five. We'll come back to that later. And he's All changed right. it. He said he's sent, he has changed it since he's his video that he since, did on yeah. TikTok. So, so at Northwestern, Northwestern's not going to be a bad team. They're going to be very middle of the road. They're a really they're a victim of a very tough schedule this season. This is one of those games. I think they're just going to. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I don't have as much hope in Ryan Holinsky as some others may, and I'm just. Not, I'm not bought in. I think Evan Hall's very good. I think he's going to be a very good running back for them, and I think he's going to carry the offense. But Northwestern, I don't think this is the year where they have that experience to go nine, eight, nine wins, maybe even ten. Uh, they're about a year off, but so I'm, I'm giving Wisconsin the win here. The only way I see this one going Northwestern's way is if Michigan State is, is, you know, as good as they were last year, and everybody's kind of lo- looking ahead to that matchup then the following week a road trip out there and and so this is like that perfect kind of creeper you know trap game if you will i don't see it happening i think wisconsin will find a way i think they just have more talent than northwestern flat out and so i mean that's why we love upsets if they happen because we didn't expect it i i don't see this one i'm gonna give wisconsin the w here yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I have Wisconsin winning. Um, wouldn't be surprised if Northwestern keeps it close or hangs around for a while. It's on the road at Ryan Field, which is an interesting environment, as we've discussed multiple times this offseason. Yeah. Uh, but it hopefully it's a night game. Yeah. If it's a night game, I think my my tone to this game changes completely. To be completely yeah. honest with you, yeah. If it's one of those, right now, I'm if, treating as it says on paper right here. I mean, I don't have a. Let me see here. Let me see if I. Can if go. it's one of those sleepy noon games on like ESPN two or whatever, then Wisconsin will win a game that is like more mm-hmm. one sided than it feels like. That's just yeah, the way no. it usually goes. They haven't uh, they haven't announced the time for it yet. They haven't. So, yeah, I they won't. They won't, they, have it. they won't for like two weeks into the game. Yeah. Actually, so, no. Like, it, it, they do have a time. They're uh, three thirty or four p.m. Really? On that one. Yep. Okay, hmm. so kind of the mid afternoon game. Yeah. So yeah, I the nap time game. Yeah, my my prediction doesn't change. So no. Yeah. Anyways, so it's back I, on to here. Yeah, I still have. Wisconsin winning. Yeah. Michigan State, I'm giving a loss. I, I don't think they're going to go into East Lansing. I mean, it's two two tough road games in a row. And even though I I said I don't think Northwestern wins, I do think they're – I think this is going to be that game for, for Wisconsin where they, they fall off here. Uh, they're 
just a tough game. I mean, honestly, on the road, East Lansing, again, Peyton Thorne, uh, arguably one of the best, probably, honestly, in my opinion, top three quarterback in the conference. And, well, no, sorry. Let me let me go top five because I don't, I don't think he's better than Aiden O'Connell. So we'll go top five there. But even then, uh, very underrated quarterback and was overlooked by Kenneth Walker the majority of the time. This year is all him, and I, I still think Michigan State is a really good team. Question for Michigan State last year. They, they could not stop anybody throwing the ball. I mean, you saw that when Ohio State lit them up for what felt like school records, even though it wasn't. Um, how much have they improved on that defensively is a question, but we're not going to see the answer to that because I just can't imagine Wisconsin's going to you know, ditch their tried-and-true format for this game and try to throw the ball around with Graham Mertz as their guy. And with that I, being I said, I think – I didn't know where you were going with that because I, yeah. I was just going to say, I was like, I don't think they're throwing the ball all over the yeah. yard. No. So that's – yeah, I was trying to get to my point by going the long way around. Um, I think it could think be interesting, that, though, yeah. because – It will Wisconsin's be. It will team, be. Wisconsin a team that throws or, or kind of finds a – a weird, like, really good receiver. Or, I mean, they always have a mm-hmm. solid tight end, but they mm-hmm. always find, like, a receiver who comes out of nowhere. I think, like, a Jared Aberderis or a Nick mm-hmm. Toon or, yeah. you know, last couple of years, Kendrick Cryer. Now, even last year, we saw some some shades. Uh, Shamiri DK. Yeah. I mean, it, does Wisconsin have a, a star receiver they can, that Graham Mertz can look to? That's been the saving grace for a lot of their quarterbacks in the past few years, really since Russell Wilson. Yeah. Can they have a solid receiver or tight end to go to or one of each that would be probably ideal for them? Otherwise, they're going to really struggle passing the ball this year. And I don't, yeah. I said 2,000 yards. I think that's the – that is the place they really need to be in order to win, you know, 10 games. And, you know, they need to hit that 2,000-yard mark. And right now on paper, I don't I don't see a receiver that, that does that no, or a yeah. secondary they, receiver that can do that. If they get two big receivers, that'll be huge for that offense. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me if they get one, just the way that Paul Chris designed his offenses. Um, like you guys have mentioned, um, we've seen them have breakout receivers all throughout Chris time with that but that'll be the key to this game and ultimately I don't see it either on the road as well in East Lansing very tough place to go I have that as a loss as well all right well we go on to face C Purdue and a high-flying offense that they could have especially led by this is a top three quarterback in the conference, no doubt, and uh, Aiden O'Connell. Mm-hmm. Purdue, I know it's homecoming for Wisconsin. I'm really thinking about this game as an upset, and I think I'm going to go with it. I think I'm going to give Purdue the win in this game on the road uh, in Camp Randall. I feel a lot better about doing the same, Tyler, if it was at ross Aid as opposed to being at home in Camp Randall. I like what Purdue's got. I just – Purdue pulls off that road upset when a team is ranked really high and they're, and Purdue's not ranked. 
if we already have two losses for Wisconsin, I just don't see the elements lining up for that to replicate again. I think Purdue could go in and win, but I'm not going to predict it. I'm going to say that Wisconsin gets the win here and extends the winning streak. But will I be upset if it, if, if Purdue goes in there and gets the win? Absolutely not, because it's been – for them, they've got, I think, it's like 17, 18 games in a row that they haven't uh, gotten a victory against Wisconsin. So they're long overdue for one. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a very frisky game for sure. Um, wouldn't shock me if Purdue does pull the upset, but I don't think that they do. Ultimately, I have Wisconsin getting that dub. Um, we've seen at times question marks, especially on the road or neutral side games for Purdue yeah. under Jeff Brom. That defense struggles against the run at times. And Wisconsin's a very old school offense. They, they could potentially struggle with that. And so uh, ultimately that's, that's my big difference. In this so I'm going to change this. Only because I, I kind of agree with you guys on the road. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to struggle in the, envi- in the environment. I don't think it's going to yeah. be so much. And I don't trust Purdue's defense. I don't think they're going to be able to stop the run quite the way we think they will. Yeah. Um, or quite the way if it were in Ross yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I so, this is a game I would pull, but I'm yeah. changing my tune on that one. But uh, there's a couple more here that I, I am not changing my tune on. I was gonna say, I mean, Purdue went into Kinnick last year and won, but I just don't, I'm, I'm not, I think at this, at this point in the season, of Iowa, yeah, they are. And at this point in the season, already with two losses, they won't be in that top five that turns Purdue into spoiler maker like they always get where they fire up the plasma cannon or whatever and, and they get their upset ready. I just, I, I'm not going to predict it. So Now, on to a game where I will predict. They're losing to Maryland. Maryland offensively is going to be, honestly, if not just as a close third behind Ohio State and Michigan in terms of offense and their production. Yeah, they have amazing receivers. The receivers that they have on roster right now are just phenomenal. They have another top five quarterback in the conference, and Talia Tagovailoa, mm-hmm. and they can also run the ball when they need to and want to. They're not far off. I think their defense is where my question marks lie. But again, if Wisconsin still can't throw the ball at this point in the season, I see no reason why they don't just sell out for the run. Give me the Terps winning this game. And remember, it'll, this is the first week in November. It's starting to get cold. I think if you know Wisconsin cannot figure out how to throw the ball by this point, it's going to be a long, long game. And I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm going to say Maryland goes into Camp Randall and pulls off the upset. So that's, I mean, we're already looking at potentially three losses for Wisconsin. I don't know, in, and, the and they're all in conference. Yeah. Yeah, and and they, and so they may not make it back to, you know, there's been a lot of talk of Wisconsin being in the, the Big Ten title game this year. I mean, this this is a this is a little, little bit difficult to see at the moment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting this to be a good game, as well. It's Maryland's definitely a lot better than a lot of people are saying that they. 
are going to be. Um, yeah. And I definitely do like that offense. Um, I just got too many question marks with that defense. What are we going to see out of that Maryland defense? And I, I ultimately think that Wisconsin wins a really close one. Hmm. But it would not shock me if this was one that um, Wisconsin lost. I don't think you have to worry about Maryland's defense getting a stop. I think you have to worry about Wisconsin's offense just moving the ball on their own, not being, you know, if, if they're if they're forced to throw the ball, if Maryland's selling out for the run, mm-hmm. can Mertz make a play? And I'm not sure if he will. I'm not sure that he does. Yeah. All right, on to Iowa, and this is going to be potentially the ugliest game you may watch all season. I, two quarterbacks who I don't know that anybody has real faith in right now. And that's crazy. With Graham Mertz coming in, if, if I'm not mistaken, he was a five-star coming in in Wisconsin. thought so. As a quarterback. I thought so, yeah. And I thought so, too. It hasn't panned out. Spencer Petras, we, we know what he is, and we, and we know what he brings to the table. This is going to yeah. be a, a nose-of-the-grindstone dogfight between the trenches and Kinnick Stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm giving the edge to Wisconsin, though. I think they're going to be able to run the ball better. I think they're going to be able to control the game a little bit better than Iowa. And uh, ultimately, however, this game could change simply because look at what Graham Mertz's turnover numbers were last year. Remember, 11 interceptions. What's Iowa really good at? Forcing Forcing turnovers. Turnovers. Yeah. This game could go either way. Right now I got to win, but, you know, come this time in November – Bearing on how Mertz has played, that that win turns into a loss. The key last year, why Wisconsin won this game at home, was they won the turnover differential. Iowa had more turnovers in that game and set up Wisconsin in, in short fields and everything like that. And that was the biggest reason why they got that win. Their defense really was the key. If they can get a similar performance in Kinnick, I think they're the better team. They do the same thing that Iowa wants to do. They do it better than Iowa does. If they can hold on to the ball, they win this game. No question. That's the, the question that I am worried about, though, is you know it, what's the turnover differential margin going to look like? Right now I'm going to say it's a win, but, I mean, we'll, we'll see. It, it could very easily change, just as you mentioned, Tyler. As both of you guys have mentioned, this game is going to come down to the turnover battle. Um, depending upon what happens there, that's going to be the biggest difference in that game. Um, would not, wouldn't shock me either way um, as far as who wins that game. And um, I, as I mentioned earlier, Wisconsin's kind of the better version of what Iowa is. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they can be a little they have tendencies to be a slightly more efficient and not turn the ball over as much. So I'm gonna go with slight edge to Wisconsin. Wisconsin gets the look in a as you guys mentioned, very ugly all right, now to late November in Nebraska, in Lincoln. 
Um, this Nebraska team, I, I've mentioned already, I'm very high on what they're able to do. I think that Mark Whipple, in addition to Casey Thompson on the offense, brings a whole new level to what they're able to do. I think Wisconsin, I think Wisconsin falls to Nebraska on the road in a game that could very well try potentially be the determination of, of second in the uh, Big Ten West. Last year, this game was tied for, for the longest time, and then finally Braylon Allen ran a, a touchdown run in with like two minutes to go. That was the only thing, only reason why Nebraska didn't at least get a chance at overtime. That and, well, I mean, you know, Nebraska just seemingly had the worst loss last Nebraska. year. Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska, basically. Is the Nebraska, way this. What, was the, what was the stat? Nebraska was, what, 60, 62, was, 63 points away from, what, nine wins? It, it was, I mean. I mean, they lost almost every one of their games by one possession. Mm-hmm. I think there was only one game that they didn't lose by so, only one. Yeah, so the thing about it is, like, uh, yeah, the Ohio State game, they lost by nine. Every single game they lost was by single digits. Mm-hmm. So that, they they were they were three and nine, but very easily could have flipped a couple of those results around and, and been a bowl eligible team or like you said a nine win team. I think the most you know pressing stat for Nebraska last year, you know they went one and eight in Big Ten play with a zero zero margin score margin like their point differential mm-hmm. in conference games they had the same number of points scored as they had given up. The differences that they gave up in the eight losses were equal to the one win that they had against Northwestern. That was a big win. So yeah. I think that they will definitely flip some of these results around. I like this matchup for Nebraska at home late in the season. I think they'll be clicking at this point. Anything that they would have, you know, had to worry about, um, you know, early on in the season, they'll they'll have worked out. And and Scott Frost. You know, this might not be the signature win he needs, but it'll definitely help because I don't think they've beaten Wisconsin since he's been there. No. So yeah. th- this, this will help. Yeah. Um, I, I think that Tyler and I, um, during one of the stream, during one of the like six or seven hour streams that he and I did, kind of like a watch party type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we joke that Wisconsin—I mean, not Wisconsin—Nebraska is the best three and nine team in the history of football. It wasn't a joke, though. I mean, it, it's it was not that much far off. Yeah, they were they yeah, were the no, best like, three and nine team you ever see because they they literally lost every game by one yeah, possession. It felt like it, I mean, really. So it's seriously yeah. never even the even the games that were like a two a two score loss like. It felt like they were right there in like the game. even we beat them by three in yeah. Lincoln. And you were lucky. In that entire that game, I was like, how are they only how at that time I think they only won two games. I was like, how are they only a two win team? Yeah. Yeah. Like they um, were very scrappy. And I think that, that I think that this year Nebraska is gonna be much improved. And I have Wisconsin losing this game. Last time Wisconsin yeah. lost to Nebraska was ten years ago, in 2012 in Lincoln, 30 to 27. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I I have Nebraska winning this game. Like they're 
they're once again going to be another scrappy team, but much more talented this year. I wouldn't say much more talented. I would just say better luck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it has to. Better it has luck, to be. Yeah. Like, like you look at – I'll give you a prime example that I know all too well. 2013 TCU, they lost several games similarly to how Nebraska did. They were closer games than they should have been maybe. They finished 4-8 and eight in 2013. I knew that they were going to get better in 2014 because it just had to be. They were so close in, in those games that year. And I didn't expect them to do what they did in 2014, but I know Nebraska will be a whole lot better this year, and they'll win this game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, final game, senior day at home against Minnesota. I think they're going to walk out of here with a win. I'm very back and forth on this game. I think they'll win. They'll get the axe. But I don't think that I think that'll be a consolation of what probably could have been this year. They could have got some stuff together. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that this is since this is the only team that they can really get revenge for last year on because they don't get to play Michigan. They don't get to play Penn State. The only other two losses in conference that they had. Uh, and this is what this is the game that ruined their chances of going to the Big Ten championship game. This was the one that they just – all they needed to do was win, and they went on the run. They couldn't do it. And as big as that rivalry game is, they'll, there will be much more on their minds, even though the season will be kind of lost. They won't be going to the Big Ten title game again this year with four conference losses. There's still something to play for for Wisconsin in this game, and they'll come out and get a win on senior day. They'll finish the regular season 8-4. Absolutely. They they definitely want to claim the axe back. They that's going to be a win. Um once again wouldn't surprise me if it's a close game in a rivalry game like that. Um both sides know how much that means to both those programs. And so I I do have them winning in front of that senior day crowd. All right, so I have eight and four. BJ has eight and four. Cam has nine and three. And Colin had seven and five. Yeah. So this is Colin. Let's go up here. So start at the top. Eight. Four. Eight. Four. Nine. Three. And just remember, I mean, we could just as easily be talking about seven and five with the loss to Washington state or, uh, you know, and throwing another loss there to Northwestern or they do lose Western Purdue. Yeah. Iowa yeah. or Minnesota. Minnesota is a game yeah. that I very yeah. easily could have flipped. I mean, on. Yeah. yeah. Those so last, this, this Colin has here. I don't think he's, I don't think he's far fetched it. this game in particular is the one that I'm really like, I'd love to know where his thought process is on this one. Mm-hmm. Not because I disagree, but because I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, I, I understand the rest of them, and that's the only thing different from me that he had was was this one. Yeah. So and that I mean, last three game stretch is going the last like, four. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Like all that is going to be very tough after that bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we'll we'll see from Wisconsin in week two. I think is really going to be the measuring stick as to how they perform. Because if they lose that game, 
they could lose a couple others that we didn't see. And it might be a challenge for them to get to that six-win mark. Now, I'm not saying they're not going to a bowl game or anything like that, so don't freak out or anything like that. It's just it's tough. There's a lot of tough games that they're going to have to find, you know, that extra gear, that, you know, extra motivation to go and get those wins. Yeah, they're, they're going to be interesting for sure because, again, they're just – they're so close to being there. They're just not – just not yet, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how to uh, – Yeah. I, I don't know what to make of them, honestly. I'm just – I'm very back and forth. I'm sure I'll probably change even more as we go. But yeah. right now, 8-4 and four seems seems right. So I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Until, until they prove said, us, until they prove otherwise, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, tomorrow night is the Pac-12 preview. Uh, we'll be doing that. Thursday will be the Thursday's BYU. Yeah. Friday USC. Saturday will be Oklahoma, and then on Sunday we will be doing the Conference USA, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That lays out the week for you guys. Uh, We'll be back again, as we said, tomorrow. Appreciate everybody tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time.